Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Nope, Mark Lawrence is still on vacation for another day out in the woods looking to get a deer. I assumed had he gotten one, he might have come back in since I think your limit's one, isn't it, Steve? I don't know much about deer hunting. Oh, I don't know. I know nothing about uh, deer hunting. <laughs> well, and welcome to the club. <clears throat> anyway, Steve Kushloff is here with me today, and we have an open phones day. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires. And they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at www www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials and you can build a Ford, build a Ford car or truck to your specifications and click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai and Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. The Sunbury Motor Company, check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Well, Steve, yesterday one of our our callers uh, used a term which has apparently engendered some anger on the part of listeners. Uh, we're just using the term libtard. And one of our writers says, wow, that was a little disconcerting. Listening to Van use the phrase libtard was very, very telling. His condescending, fake, biblically erudite, holier-than-thou, ungracious, disgusting use of that word reveals his true nature. He billboards himself as a true Christian, but is disgustingly hypocritical. Libtard is a word no real person of faith would ever use. It combines the previously used and now smartly recognized as highly insulting word retard, as in someone who is a person with a developmental delay, and liberal, as though liberals by their very nature are retarded. It actually proves Van is the most uneducated, ungracious, unloving, unchurched, angry type of person there is. A fake spiels on about God, but revoltingly and dismissively casts lesser people aside. I just hope no real faith seekers are listening and think that this is about the real church is really about. Now that's equally as harsh and I think an unfair criticism of Van to be perfectly honest with you. Many people use that word and they don't, they aren't necessarily, I mean it, it is gained currency whether we like it or not, just as certain words about conservatives have gained currency. Is it part of the problem that we're not being polite to one another, that we're not listening to other people's opinions and taking them seriously and thoughtfully? Yeah, probably is. But is it offensive? Well, it may be if you happen to be a liberal, but I find some of the terms for conservatives to be insulting to me, too. Well, your your producer yesterday found it uh, uh, degrading enough. He uh, cut the caller off, kicked him off the uh 
off the air. I didn't, uh, it didn't particularly bother me. You know, we heard so much nonsense yesterday. We heard about soccer players all over Europe were keeling over dead on the, on the playing field, all due to complications from the COVID vaccine. We heard other nonsense about uh, governments all over the world conspiring together to uh, persuade their constituents to take the vaccine as if this was some conspiracy among all the governments uh, in the world. So, you know, uh, what the caller had to say about libtards was just part of the uh, the nonsense we heard yesterday, and we'll probably hear some today. There's a caller right there right. blinking. And that's Stan. We'll get to Stan in oh, just a second. Goody. I know you, you. Stan's one of your favorite callers. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, here's, here's my feeling about this. It's okay to disagree on a political basis. I try never to make it personal. I mean, I don't. I have had people call me everything from garbage on down in this program, and I don't take it personally. Uh, it's not, you know, it's probably intended that way, but I don't take it that way, and I don't call people names back unless, I mean, I, I won't say you're lying. I might say you're repeating a lie. I won't say you're stupid, but I might say that's an uninformed opinion in my view. <laughs> there, there are ways to disagree with somebody without making it personal and making it nasty and making it insulting. And, you know, well, is the discourse in this program? It's an opinion program, yeah, and, and unless your opinions are vile and 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 couched in pornography or curse words, you're going to be allowed to express them because we're not in the business of stifling free speech here. Sure, and part of it also is that as. I think you've noted, uh, people resort to name-calling when they uh, are, are simply frustrated that they can't uh, come up with a, a cogent argument, and so they just start to uh, Well, I always say they're insult. intellectually bankrupt. Well, that's a <laughs> fine way to put it, too. Polite. Yeah. A polite way to put and it. And the fact that we get mostly uh, right-wingers calling here, then, uh, you know, you may have to use that term uh, for much of the time that we're on the air. Well, I mean, the other side of that is, and I said this to you before we went on the air, we, the hosts, we're fair game. You oh, know, sure. we're not we're not going to hold people to some high level of uh, courtesy to us because it is an opinion program. We express our opinions, and we've got to be willing to take the flack that comes with them. Now, do sometimes do you think it's unjustified or overly harsh? Sure, but that doesn't mean you fire back. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we have one line going and two more calls coming in. So we're going to start with Stan from Danville. Stan, you're on the mark. Yeah, I'm just curious about Steve's uh, opinion about the Rittenhouse verdict that happened, what, two weeks ago or so, hadn't heard, so I was just curious. I thought, uh, Joe and I did talk about this, I did not... Off the uh, air. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, follow the case uh, minute by minute. Um, as far as the verdict itself, there was obviously a lot of uh, different uh, views on it. What a seven, you know, I, you know, the the young man absolutely obviously put himself in a position uh, where uh, trouble was going to ensue. He crosses state lines uh, to go. Somehow he gets a hold of an AR-15, and uh, you know wh what the heck this kid is doing, going from his home to Kenosha, Wisconsin, where he thinks uh, he's going to be a hero, uh, was was just uh, crazy. Uh, so that's what I thought of it. So, yeah, you definitely don't have anything, uh, having facts there. He drove himself to Kenosha because his father lives there. He works there, and he has roots in Kenosha. 
That's why he was there. Well, he was I have, trying to help them. Yeah, I have roots in Wilmington, Delaware. When I see there's problems in Wilmington, I don't uh, get in my car and drive uh, the uh, three hours to Wilmington because I'm going to uh, d- defend the Diamond State against uh, rabble-rousers. And he was there that afternoon when he drove himself there in the morning. He was there cleaning graffiti off the building that the rioters had put there the day before. Well, that's a okay? great. Okay, and then so, he was so going. He, he was he was a you know certified lifeguard. He had some first aid background. He was there to help people that needed assistance. But he did have a weapon to protect himself, which is no question in that. And it's a good thing he had it because the idiots that he had to shoot were targeting him. Well, all I know, the, the young man, had he had no business being there. He had no business and, and, carrying a gun. So, you know, if you want to debate Kyle Rittenhouse, you go right no. ahead. Well, you know, let no, me, no, let no, me no, interject no. See, something. What, what, I do want to, what I do want to ask is, why, why does uh, businesses believe that they need to have little uh, counseling sessions for the, because of the verdict for their employees, say Levi Strauss and Best Buy? Why would you suppose that would be needed? I have no idea. Does other people have to have sessions for verdicts that they don't agree with? Well, let me let me put something else in here, and I find this somewhat troubling. The story now about the Rittenhouse verdict is that students, uh, the uh, university, Arizona State Students for Socialism, Students for Justice in Palestine, Multicultural Solidarity Coalition, are calling on Arizona State University to take action against Rittenhouse by withdrawing him from the university and releasing a statement against him. And then one of the things they said, the demand letter states, join us to demand from ASU that those demands be met to protect students from a violent, bloodthirsty murder. Right, and here's what I said to Joe when he brought that up. I said, you know, why? Why is it that you got no? You have no problem with this 17-year-old taking the. Let, you know, ill-advised action he did. You have no problem with Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old, going into Kenosha with a rifle, but you got a big problem with college kids at Arizona State saying that they don't want Kyle Rittenhouse on their campus. To, you know, He's it's not. Like, because, you know, the, let's face it, we are talking here about people that are from se- aged 17 to 22 and when they make when they make stupid uh, decisions we uh-huh. uh, we we criticize the ones on the left like Joe is doing with Arizona state but uh, Carl uh-huh. Rittenhouse as far as you're concerned Stan he is a boy scout you you think he's a hero oh, no wait a second no, let me no, ask you no, this question no, 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 let's a jury of his a jury of his peer hang on a second a second a jury of his peers heard the evidence. They saw the evidence. They they listened to all the stuff we did. There were 18 jurors. They drew 12 by lottery to make the final decision. They were unanimous in their verdict that he was practicing self-defense. Now, do we believe in our jury system or don't we? I don't know if you don't like the that. verdict, does that make the verdict wrong? Well, you know, how did we how did we get on to talking about the jury system? I even said to Stan, <laughs> I don't know much about the verdict. There was a lot of ins and outs about it. Let me ask Stan a question here. What do you think of the uh, verdict in the uh, Am- Amud uh, Arbery case? Three men down in Georgia convicted of murdering him. What did you think of that, Stan? Oh, Stan's already they made said the right decision. They made the right decision. They Very made the right good. decision, Steve, because those guys hunted him down and murdered him. That is plain, because the idiots filmed it. Just like there was a lot of film evidence in Kenosha when Kyle Rittenhouse did what he did. 
They filmed it. Yep. Film is a they had it. They showed the evidence, and the prosecution made serious mistakes. They they lied about different things in the Kenosha trial. They also uh, didn't give With them no an accurate evidence. copy of the videotape that yeah. would have enabled them to defend the, him even better. We also had a judge who tried to do everything he could to uh, <laughs> stifle the prosecution there. Well, when the prosecution <laughs> violates the First Amendment, what do you expect the judge to well, do? Because you know, uh, because you like the you want a liberal decision or who, a left wing decision? Interpretation was what? that was His, the judge's. That's, judge, the that's judge's what the judge does. <laughs> All right, we'll give you the final word, Stan. Well, as far as uh, verdicts go, Rittenhouse verdict was right. The guy in Georgia, the one in Georgia, was right, and there was one in Florida where a black man was acquitted of murder because of self defense against some cops. Okay? Right. So the, the, the jury system is working when it, all the evidence is out there and it's done above board and fair. Unlike the two tiered justice system that's going on right now when it comes to right and left uh, as far as government officials. That's all I'm going to say. Fair Thank enough. you. Have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate your call. We have two callers on the line, two lines open 1 800 795 9565. We've got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. The Shikolami Braves Foundation has a unique gift idea that's a perfect addition to any home, office, or local business. A lovely print called The Valley. It depicts the iconic view we all know and love of the confluence of the stately Susquehanna, which brings together the strengths of our communities as represented by our schools. There's a limited number of prints for sale. Call for info at 570-286-1376. Support our valley and support and enhance the education of our youth while enjoying this print. Proceeds benefit the Shikolami Braves Foundation. To stay safe on the road, here are smart drive tips for smart drivers. Hi, this is Sullivan from Lewisburg Area School District. There are many free apps available to prevent your cell phone from becoming a distraction while you're driving. To find apps to help you or your children drive distraction-free, check with your cell phone provider or visit the app store on your phone and search Distracted Driving. Visit distraction.gov or nsc.org. Proud supporters of Susquehanna Smart Drive, Zimmerman, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Community aid in Singlands Grove and News Radio 1070 WKOK. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
She is the new television play-by-play voice of the Philadelphia 76ers, Kate Scott. They handed you the Ben Simmons situation. How interesting has that been to navigate? I was at practice before Ben arrived. I was at practice since Ben arrived. Nothing has changed other than the fact that Ben wasn't here, and now he was. The guys are so focused. They really seem to be having so much fun together. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. Uh, another NFL weekend in the books. We'll talk to Neil Kulong today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. We have two callers on the line. We'll get to them. Van, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hanging in there. How about you? Oh, pretty good. I'm kind of surprised that someone got so upset about me using the, I won't repeat the word for fear I get cut off again, but <laughs> um, I, on this program, I've heard a lot of people use the term buffoon and, and racist, misogynist, and on and on different names, or, you know, right-wing extremist, and and different terms like that. The day and age we live, I have no problem using those terms. And if that bothers someone so bad, well, they're, they're a lot better person than I am because they sound holier than thou with their condemnation over using that word. It wasn't like I used the term, you know, let's go Brandon and all that stuff that's being used out there by people today. But the simple fact of the matter is, you know, this country is seriously divided. And, you know, yesterday Dan brought up about you know, how this world's going toward a, a one-world government, a global system, new world order, and uh, apparently Steve can't see that. But if you look at Australia, and even Austria now, with the lockdowns and travel restrictions that they're having, forced vaccinations, quarantines, they are on the streets of Australia forcing people in handcuffs to put a mask on outside. And then they're actually arresting people. I saw a woman that was arrested, a pregnant lady, eight months pregnant. She was handcuffed in her own home because she posted on social media something against the vaccines over there in, in Australia. So that's happening in what's supposed to be a free country. And even in this country, people are being demonized for speaking out against the vaccines. They're being removed from social media. I know YouTube, if you even mention vaccine on YouTube, they will shut you down. They'll give you a strike, two strikes, three, you're out, you're done, you'll never be back on there. They'll pull all your content off the off of there. Facebook's the same way. So what we're seeing, we're seeing a control system, you know, by our government and across the world that's coming against people that dare speak out. And in this country now, when people speak out at school board meetings, they're being labeled as domestic terrorists. I'm sure you're aware of that, correct? Yes, I've seen that, although the FBI uh, denies it. But yeah. And, and the, what I've seen at the school board meetings is the uh, those who are against the vaccine mandates, they seem to be winning all these uh, fights uh, in the school board meetings. But let me ask you a quick question. Well, maybe they here, should Van. win them. Let me ask you a question, Van. If you were a world leader, if you were the leader of a country, and here's the entire globe faced with the worst public health crisis we've had in over 100 years, how would you handle it? Well, first, first I'd address where it came from, because initially you know, we were all told this came from a wet market in Wuhan, which I never heard of Wuhan prior to that, but I found out Wuhan's a, a city of about 11 million people. I didn't realize this just recently that they held military games. They had people from all different countries from the military in Wuhan competing in games in October of 2019. And then they had people on 
our team that was there got sick. And it was all kind of hush-hush. Do you guys aware of that part or not? Not specifically. I heard of that, no. There's, seems well, like, go ahead. Well, it's, that's something you ought to check out, Steve. And, and just, just so I get my little smart like remark in here, you know, there is an Internet. You can check that out. Oh, please. I would love to defend out. myself just against to, that, but you go I, ahead. I'm with you, Steve, so don't, don't, get, don't get worked up. But that took place in October 2019, and then all of a sudden we were told, well, this came from a wet market. Someone ate a bat or something in Wuhan. And then it comes out that here in Wuhan, they have a virology department over there where they it's owned by the military, and they do all kinds of testing over there. And then they find out there's this lady over there. Her nickname is the Bat Lady because she does all these tests. And then you find out there was gain-of-function research done. And I had no idea what that was early on. But gain-of-function research is where they take and they, they make a virus so it can transmit easier to human beings. So this, this, to me, it seems like it was going to be a biological weapon that was going to be used against, and it ended up being used against the world because it was released by accident or on purpose. I don't think we'll ever find out. Maybe but I think not. China has to be held responsible for that. Where now, you, let me ask you about, uh, okay, now we're dealing with the Omicron uh, variant from which uh, originated or was first detected in South Africa. Um, what do you th- do? You think the South Africans did something to uh, spawn this and to for- impose it on the world? No, no. I, I think like all all viruses, they mutate. And I, I also heard that the first four people that tested for this Omicron variant, now you know how they're testing for, it, but they they discovered it anyway. But they all the people, the first four people that have come down with the Omicron variant have been vaccinated. So that's an interesting take on it because okay. we're we're seeing these these vaccines are so called in my book, but they're propped up as being effective, and yet people that have them get COVID. Now they're getting the variant, you know. So the thing of it is, Steve, I I see this world is headed down the wrong road. We're all the stuff that I I listed: lockdowns, travel restrictions, forced vaccinations, quarantines, you know, and like someone said, the the worst thing about these first 15 days to slow the curve is the first two years this stuff is it seems like it's never going to end we have you know blm riots we have antifa we have the smash and grab now we still have the defund the police movement and on top of all of that we have what's called the great reset and i i've called into the program you know many times and recommended that that be checked out you ought to check that out klaus schwab and the davos group He's the one behind this. They want to integrate technology with human beings. And these people, it's like a science fiction movie. They want people to live forever. And they want to. Van, I've got to ask you to here. wrap wrap it up because we have another caller. And we've given okay, you about six real, minutes. Go ahead. Finish real, your thought. Real quick. Real quick. You can check out the Georgia Guidestones. And it's it's literal tables of granite that are erected down in Alberton, Georgia, and there's 10 things listed on there. The first thing is to maintain humanity at 500 million people. And if you're going to maintain something, you have to get that number down to that, 500 million people. And there is a global cabal where they want to reduce the world population to that number, and they want to control people, and they're going to do it through what's called the Great Reset and through all the technology, the, the 5G technology, 
They're going to be able to control, track, and trace okay. everyone in this world. Man, we, we got to let you go. Everybody. We have we have another call here. Thanks, man. Appreciate your call. Uh, we have to move on to the next caller. Mike, you're out. You've been waiting very patiently. You're on the mark. Good morning. Yeah, uh, Steve. This is a right winger from Bloomsburg. All right. I have to say, and I have to say, when I heard you uh, be critical of right wingers before, you know, I, I could almost feel the disdain traveling all the way from Sunbury to Bloomsburg through the air when it hit me. Well, that could be and, accurate. Uh, I, I, you may be right. I think maybe uh, you are right. You know, I just let, wonder let me, can, can why I, let it me, is. Let me respond with one quick thing. Uh, every morning when I do this program, uh, Mr. McGranahan will send me some uh, emails intended to generate discussion. Now, those emails are... Uh, 95% or more always about some cultural issue. For instance, today it was all about these students at Arizona State University doing some outrageous thing involving Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, Joe, Joe, you, you never send me anything about a piece of legislation that a Republican is interested in. I never hear about uh, right-wingers coming up with health care proposals or education proposals or clean water or environmental proposals. I never hear that. All I hear, all I hear from right-wingers is uh, these cultural issues and things like, you know, Van talking about the Great Reset. So when you say disdain for the right-wing, uh, I, I have to confess you are not far off. So I think that then, gives you a pretty good idea where Steve's coming from, Mike. Yeah, let, let me ask you this thing, Steve. Uh, right, right now, the opinion polls are showing about 76% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong direction. Are you in that group? Mm, let me think. Let me think. I would say not particularly, because uh, I see other things that uh, give me a little hope. You know, there are, uh, uh, Mike, you've got, you've got right-wingers. I would call them right-wingers. But then you've got conservatives. Uh, I have, not only do I have no problem with conservatives, I, I like to hear what they have to say, because it, it, it's a different point of view, but at least they're thinking about things. One of the number one conservatives is a fellow by the name of David Brooks. He has been with the New York Times for years. He wrote an excellent column about Joe Biden and how Joe Biden is actually succeeding. Now, Mr. <laughs> Brooks made the point uh, Biden is probably going to pay for his success. He's going to pay at the ballot box next November. But, you know, you got to... Wow, I didn't realize we were seeing success out of Joe Biden. I'm, well, a, I'm yes, astounded. Yes, you are. Of course you are. <laughs> 76% of Americans are off base then when they... Right, they're all guessing... The no, all your, his yes, job performance know. rating is so low, and it his does, vice president right. is lower still. doesn't matter. What? So what? You know, that isn't the point. Well, it mattered. You, you found it telling when it was Donald Trump's low approval rating. You talked about that quite often on this well, show. Well, let's talk about things like legislation. Let's talk about what kind of legislation got passed under Donald Trump. Well, let's talk oh. about what kind of legislation is going to be passed here. Billions, trillions of dollars that are going to fuel inflation and make it even harder for the average man to make a living. Uh, Joe, my Joe, utility bill, Joe. my power bill went up. Hey, you had no problem. Hey, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. You had no problem. Oh, that's all right. We're tapping into Mike's time. Go ahead, Mike. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to give all these people some chances here, but, you know, Steve, I I just want to say this. That previous caller that was on there, I believe his name is Stan, he pointed out some dramatic things that should be common knowledge to the average American, and Stan's one of the few people I've heard even talking about him. If you want to finish your thought, Mike, call us back after the news. We've got to take a break right now. I'm sorry we had to cut you off, but we're running out of time. We're up against a hard break. This is WKOK Radio, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. You're listening to On the Mark. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Infectious disease specialists say it's too soon to tell how great the threat might be from the newly identified COVID variant. National Institutes of Health Director Dr. Francis Collins tells CBS Mornings. We have three issues here we're trying to deal with. How contagious is Omicron? Second, how severe is the disease that it can cause? And third, do the current vaccines provide protection? The variant's turned up in at least 19 countries so far. Dr. Collins says he won't be surprised if it's found in the U.S. in the next few days. And if you're wondering how safe you are if you're vaccinated, correspondent Nancy Cordes. New overnight, the CEO of Moderna reportedly said the existing vaccines could be much less effective against Omicron, telling the Financial Times, quote, all the scientists I've talked to are like, this is not going to be good. For now, the CDC is urging all vaccinated adults to get booster shots. Amazon, Walmart, and Kroger have been ordered to submit information about pandemic-era pricing. CBS's Vicki Barker. Among other things, the FTC wants to better understand the ongoing supply chain disruptions and whether what it calls anti-competitive practices are contributing to the higher prices. It's given some of the country's biggest retailers and wholesalers 45 days to hand over internal documents and other information. The Nevada State Athletic Commission has opened an investigation into the death of a frat member at a fight night benefit. University of Nevada Las Vegas student Nathan Valencia collapsed and later died November 23rd, just days before his 21st birthday, after fighting in a fraternity charity boxing event. UNLV student David Cruz videoed the event, which appeared to show the boxing referee drinking during the match. I think there is somebody to blame here, and I think it's the fraternity for organizing a poor event and not ensuring the safety of their fighters. The Clark County coroner says Valencia died of head injuries and ruled his death a homicide. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Two American astronauts were supposed to replace a broken antenna outside the International Space Station today. But NASA has delayed their spacewalk after Mission Control learned a piece of orbiting junk from a Russian satellite missile test two weeks ago could come dangerously close. Go easy on that pancake topping this morning. CBS's Elise Preston has the heads up on a shortage. With more people eating at home, demand for maple syrup shot up. Manufacturers are parting ways with nearly half of the sweet condiment they had set aside. Americans are the biggest consumers of maple syrup. This is CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition. Because the way you care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. 
This Cyber Monday, Rocket Mortgage is bringing you their biggest sale of the year. On top of near historic low rates, when you refinance, you can save an average of 20% off closing costs when you lock your rate. This means big savings for you at the closing table. You only have until November 30th to save with this great opportunity, the Rocket Mortgage Cyber Monday sale. Visit rocketmortgage.com today to see what you could save or call 833-8-ROCKET. Call 800-490-1233 for cost information, disclosures, and conditions. Equal housing, limited license in all 50 states. Animals, consumer access. Total number 3030. Dell Technology. Technology's biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with Top Tech up to 50% off during their Cyber Monday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A man from India has gifted his wife a replica of a famous monument. It's a scaled-down but exact miniature replica of the Taj Mahal. Inside, it's got four bedrooms, a library, meditation room, those famous domed ceilings, and tons of gold decor. The man got sculptors and artisans from all over the country to build it for his wife for love. The entire project costing about $260,000. There's no telling when the couple could move in. Right now, it's open to visitors, just like the real. Indian attraction. The Taj Mahal was commissioned back in 1632. It draws 7 million tourists every year. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Cyber Monday is a wrap. Today you're supposed to open your wallet and give. This Tuesday after Thanksgiving is earmarked for donating to nonprofits and volunteering at local community centers. It was started by New York City's 92nd Street Y in 2012 in conjunction with the UN. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID and the flu, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Be sure to seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. We're going to need to fire up the plow, the big one. Forecast is six feet of snow and 66 new customers for Trin Snow Service. Hey, Terry. She needs more drivers before business melts away. What do you mean, Dee can't drive? I thought he was certified. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And Mark Lawrence is still off hunting. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm with Steve Kushaloff today on On the Mark. Brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them when you visit www.sunburymotors.com. You can find them on the web there, exactly there, at www.sunburymotors.com. You can check out their online specials. You can build a Ford truck or car to your special 
specifications, and you can click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. We have some news headlines, but the phones are open. Two lines are filled. Two are open. On the mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565 or email us, as a number of people have done, at onthemark at wkok.com. Prosecutors have asked the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday to reinstate Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction, complaining the verdict was thrown out over a questionable agreement that the comic claim gave him lifetime immunity. They said the Pennsylvania Supreme Court decision in June to overturn Cosby's conviction created a dangerous precedent by giving a press release the legal weight of an immunity agreement. Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele called the court's decision, quote, an indefensible rule predicating an onslaught of criminal appeals if it is allowed to stand, unquote. Cosby's lawyers have long argued that he relied on a promise that he would never be charged when he gave damaging testimony in an accuser's civil suit in 2006. The admissions were later used against him in two criminal trials. Pennsylvania state troopers say they investigated a case of child abuse recently in Middleburg. Arrested was 22-year-old Sierra Holly Howard in Middleburg, who was accused of breaking the child's arm. Troopers said Holly Howard tried fleeing the scene, however, was unsuccessful and was taken into custody. And a Coal Township man already facing felony wiretapping charges from a June incident was given 18 additional charges Monday relating to another incident in July. Court documents say 44-year-old Jesse Storm, who works with Brokers Realty, is now facing a total of 21 felony counts of violating the Wiretapping and Electronic Surveillance Control Act. We last told you about the June incident occurring following a Shemokin City Council meeting. Storm allegedly posted video and audio conversations between Mayor John Brown and two councilmen on social media without their consent. Court documents then said Monday Storm allegedly secretly intercepted and recorded six people in the Shemokin City Hall and outside the building in July and posted them on social media. All right, that's our look at the news headlines, and we have three calls lined up, and we'll take them in order as they came in, and we're going to start with Bob from Sinus. Bob, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. I just want to say, one of your callers yesterday was saying about the vaccine, uh, nobody's saying anything about the side effects. Everybody knows the side effects are you get some arm pain where you got the injection, you might get chills and an upset stomach. No big deal, okay? So I, you, you can't read your text machine, so I had to read that from the text machine. <laughs> um, okay. And then, you know, uh, you know, why is America so divided? Well, it's because of the lies our last president said to everybody. You know, he's still going on Fox and saying that the election was rigged. And, you know, as long as uh, he says that, his followers are going to believe it. And, you know, as far as uh, Biden, he's done, he's done everything he ran for. He doesn't care what the polls show, what his ratings are. He got everything done so far in nine months. That he ran on. Jobs, How's he doing on the money. border? How's he doing on the border? You know, we put a travel ban in from Africa, but he we didn't let run the sun... on that, did he? Well, all right, but he's got an obligation as president of the United States to do something he's about it, doesn't he? He's working on it. What's it, what's he doing? Well, what's he doing? But but Joe, but Joe, he's got jobs. He's got money. He's raising the minimum wage. He's investing stopping in green illegal energy. immigrants he's from coming across the southern border. 
What's he doing about the southern border? Joe, there, there's no doubt that you know, not everything that Joe Biden has done or not done has been uh, superlative. Uh, the way we got out of Afghanistan, there's no doubt that was a little bit, uh, that could have been handled much better. So, uh, Which you know, is it, a little bit or much? It, uh, Joe, the point is, that let's not miss the point. It could the have po- been a lot worse. There was only seven people. <laughs> Killed. No, we well, have that 13, in our country was, every day in every thir- city. Bob, it was thirteen, and I'm sure their families okay, consider that I'm a sorry. tragedy. But, but it could have been much worse. The point is, we've already seen uh, under Biden, we've seen two very important pieces of legislation that have been signed. We saw the uh, the economic stimulus package that was signed er, fairly early on. Recently, we saw the infrastructure bill that was. Uh, pretty significant. And not only were those bills passed, but in the case of the infrastructure bill, you actually had Republicans uh, supporting it. You had, what, 19 uh, United States? I think there were 14. Well, in the Senate. Well, no no one in the Senate. No, on the infrastructure. I feel back better. All right. Uh, We had 19 Republican senators supporting. Actually, what he should call that is build back broke, because that's what we're going to be if he spends all that money. And here again, uh, Joe, you had no problem with Donald Trump running the deficit. Oh, I did have a a problem with that. Oh, that's good, because a lot of right... See, there you go. You just assume that you know how we feel. Yes, I do. You are right. Okay, but let me get back to the point. There was a lot of... Republicans who had no problem with uh, Donald Trump running the deficit to the moon just to benefit his rich pals down in Mar-a-Lago. His rich pals. Yes, the fat cats with those cigars. Let's soak them. That's our way we're going to fund our government. We're going to soak the rich. Donald Trump walked into the dining room the day that bill was passed and he said to his rich cronies in Mar-a-Lago and you have this on video you have this on video I just made you guys a lot of money you have this on video I have it on I I read it you read it but do you have proof do you have proof well just because a lie repeated 20 times doesn't make it true you know you told us all about these Arizona (laughs) State kids these kids out in Arizona State right where's the video oh they have it they have it. Do you have it, Joe? I'll get it. I'll bring it in That's tomorrow. That's fabulous. <laughs> all right, we'll let you finish up, Bob. Go ahead. All right, I'd just like to say all these bills Biden's got passed or paid for. All and right. as far as shutting down the country now, uh, when uh, Trump was in office and, you know, Biden supposedly made a comment about it, it was uh, because of the World Health Organization, or WHO, whatever you call it, right. international flights and stuff like that. And now look at all the poor world. The poor world are the ones that are suffering now because they don't have the vaccine. That's all I have to say. Okay, Bob, thanks. We always appreciate your calls. Take care. One of our emailers says, David Brooks is not and has not been a conservative ever. At best, he was a moderate left-leaning Republican. Someone saying he is a conservative is very, very misinformed on his writings and his political positions. And as ha- and has been said over and over, when you, when you refer to somebody, when you refer to somebody as a conservative, as a liberal, that is telling you more about the person doing the labeling. In, in, in other words, this writer does not believe David Brooks is a conservative. David Brooks would refer to himself as a conservative, just as you, I believe, Joe, would refer to yourself as a conservative. But within the conservative framework, there are all degrees. There's of somebody who there is are. far to the left of conservatism and some who are far to the right of conservatism. Right. And if I would, Same thing's true of you liberals. 
Well, Bessie, there you go. There you go again, Joe. You what, aren't liberals. there degrees of liberalism? I guess. Oh, that's but, my but point. You when, said you're. My, I should miss your point. You're missing mine. When you call me a liberal, that tells me more about you than it does about me. Well, I think it tells quite a bit about you. Why? <laughs> because I, I you are a liberal. No, well, see, I don't particularly, you know, what I am. And I, I cheerfully accept the label conservative, but I'm not conservative enough for some people. I, I consider You're myself, more than liberal enough for most folks. Here's what I consider myself, if you are interested, which I don't know that you are. Well, go ahead. Try me out. I'm a Democrat. Okay. That's it. Well, that explains a lot right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you want to finish up from Bloomsburg. You're on the mark. Go ahead. Finish up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, as far as the gentleman talking about the Wuhan lab, we, it, we did have men and women over there participating in World Games. And the things that they said, they when they got back, they were saying, you know, Wuhan is a major, major city in, in that country, right in the middle of the country. All roads basically go through there. And they said it was kind of like a ghost town. Well, anybody that walked around China knows that when you get a million people stuffed in these places, nothing looks like a ghost town. But Wuhan looked like a ghost town to them. That should tell you something. People came back to the United States in uh, late, late summer of 2019 that were on a trip to Wuhan. And when they showed up in Raleigh, North Carolina, a lot of them were sick with, quote, the flu or food poisoning and were hospitalized. What do you think they had? The men and women that came home from Wuhan uh, they went to the state of Washington. Where do you think the first cases of the virus in America were found? That was in Washington. So I'll, I'll answer that. But this is what I, this is what I have for you, Steve. Uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. That used to be a major city in, in the state of Pennsylvania. It's still an important city. And I don't know if you know the mayor up there. Her name is Paige Cognetti. And I saw her recently uh, appear on PCN-TV to take some questions and talk about how she wants to improve Scranton. Okay, and this is going to be an example of where I think the culture is going. Cognetti was speaking to the host, and she mentioned something about an Easter celebration. And then she stopped, she, and she kind of chuckled nervously. Am I allowed to say that on TV, referring to the word Easter? So where has our country gotten to where we have a mayor a young mayor of a city wondering if she can publicly say the word easter hey i you know i i i almost hesitate to do this but i sort of agree with you i've got a problem with a, a lot of the political correctness i do have a problem with people uh having to tiptoe around uh different words um uh, you know, sometimes it is, I think, I think it sometimes it is warranted, sometimes it is not. Um, I didn't see that tape. I would have to see it myself to comment on it. But uh, the, I did, the point that I was making is that we've got too many people who hear something like that and, and it bothers them. They don't like it. And that's what they base their, uh, their politics on. There was a time when we based our politics on what the what the policies were that were being proposed what the different plans were that were being proposed you know as I, when i when i jumped all over mr mcgranahan for saying that all he does is he sends me these cultural issues it occurred to me even newt gingrich who i do not hold in any high esteem but even newt gingrich put out something called the contract with america and it listed 10 specific proposals and things that 
the Republicans were going to strive to do under his leadership. I don't even see that anymore. What we see today is people like Kevin McCarthy, the Republican House leader. What what does he do? He stands up for eight over eight hours just going on and Perhaps on you should listen to some history about the, the, the Southern Democrats who, oh, sure. who well, went on on and on and on to block civil rights legislation. Uh, so, what are, so what are you saying? Well, I'm saying you're, you're finding fault with then, Kevin McCarthy. The Democrats taught us how to do it. And you, think we, and you think people find no fault with that? Plus the fact a lot of those Southern Democrats were hardly what I would call uh, liberals. But again... No, they weren't. They were, about they were Dixiecrats. Right. All right. Well, Mike, finish up because we got two other callers we got to get to and a break but, to take. Okay, I, I just want to say, Steve, you know, you, you, you really didn't answer my question about how you feel about our culture when someone who's a mayor of a, a significant city wonders if she can say the word Easter oh, he did, on public he, he did answer. He did answer you. He said he had a lot of problems with uh, this uh, cultural, what do, you, what do you call it, uh, not cancel culture, political but correctness. political correctness. So Plus he did say fact. that. Plus the fact, but, well, okay. You have a problem with it, but what does that say about our society and our culture and where we're headed? Do you, you think know, there's any indication from that? Here's what it says. It says that was one incident that you happened to come across and that you were going to take that and you were going to just apply it with a blanket approach against uh, around the entire society. Well, let me ask you this. So, Would Rodney so, Danger... So I'm the problem, Steve, right? <laughs> so uh, conservatives, bad. Liberals good. No, I'm not White saying you are the problem. Black guys I, good. I'm not is, saying is you are the saying? problem. I'm saying you are part of the problem, no doubt about that. So how do you think a Don Rickles concert would go over these days? Probably not well, which is unfortunate. Right, because we can't laugh at anybody anymore. But, we can't make a joke about any ethnic group because we're culturally appropriating them. We're doing all this terrible stuff to them. I don't mind a good Irish joke or a good Catholic joke if well, it's funny. Okay, Joe, and I'll tell you what. All right, Mike, uh, Mike we got to move along. Thanks. Okay, appreciate thanks your call. Lot, Take care. Bye. Yes, sir. What's that? What's the uh, two points I was going to make? Number one, I would have to go back and look at some videos of Don Rickles. But, I, you know, yes, he was an insult comedian, but I'm not positive he used things like a person's uh, heritage or nationality. Oh, yes, he did. Well, maybe he did. Maybe once he, didn't. he on, on a, a roast of uh, Sammy Davis Jr., he said they, uh, the hotel just called the rooms need cleaned. That was one of his milder jokes. Okay, and uh, do you today you think, you think that would go over? Do you think it would go over? No, it well, would, okay. and it's too bad because no, even the people who the people who bad. were there laughed at it. Can we laugh at ourselves anymore? You know, all right, we got to take a break, and then we have two calls online. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll be right back with our callers. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse ask questions and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
If you're thinking of downsizing, consider life at Nottingham Village. We offer maintenance-free living, two- and three-bedroom country homes, or if you prefer apartment-style living, check out our retirement center apartments. Our retirement center offers studio, one- and two-bedroom apartments. Our largest apartments contain a full kitchen to dine in your apartment, or you can take advantage of our restaurant-style dining for as many meals as you desire. You also have access to Nottingham Village's activities and transportation to local events and stores. Our wide hallways allow the use of personal transportation devices for indoor use, and if you require some level of personal care, we can provide what you need on a case-by-case basis. To set up a tour of our properties, call Al Seidel at 570-473-8366 or log on at NottinghamVillage.org. I'm Hall of Famer Jack Ham, and this is Pennsylvania, where we know football. And that means we know that being the home team provides a clear advantage. So when it comes time for you to choose your Medicare options, Go with the home team at Insurance Services, LLC. They were founded right here in Pennsylvania, and they know the Medicare playing field better than anyone. So when it came time for me to choose my team for understanding Medicare coverages, I went with the home team. Your insurance services home team is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and there's never a fee for their services. Talk to your insurance services home team today to learn your options. Call one 800 800-1999. That's 1-800-800-1999. Or visit us at myinsuranceteam.com. Not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. This has been a paid endorsement. Insurance related. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff and Joseph from Milton is on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Oh, yes. Thank you. Finally getting through here. Uh, yes, I was going to comment yesterday there, and I didn't get an opportunity to because you got laid on the shelf. What I wanted to say is you guys always want proof. Well, I want to give you some proof, okay, uh, that you can look at yourself from the government about the New World Order. Now, I know you, you guys laugh when Dan says that or Van says that. But I'm going to give you proof from the government that is indisputable, okay? We're waiting. Now, okay. Uh, there is, there, the government wants to bring in a new world order. Number one, now you may not remember this, but uh, George Herbert Bush, the first senior Bush, he said, and I have it on tape, he said, we are not going to allow Saddam Hussein to stand in the way of the new world order. Okay, now I'm going to give you written proof. If you'll reach in your back pocket and pull your billfold out and get a $1 bill out, and this is from the Federal Reserve System, from the government, it says at the bottom of the pyramid, Novus, in Latin, Novus Auto Seclorum. In English, that would be Nova, would be new, Auto would be ordered, Seclorum would be society. Or as we say in the vernacular today, New world order. Well, don't you that think you're right con- don't you think you're conflating something there? That was what we called the fact that the, our great American experiment was a new world order. It had never been tried in the world before. Our founding uh, fathers well, I, considered this to be something new, and it is something new in the world. Well, the new world order it it, it is thousands of years old. 
It's well, so the, then it's not the, so okay, new. Look. It's not. It's the old world order. Then it's not look a new at, world look order. At, look, look at the other side of the dollar bill. You see in the eagle's mouth a banner, and it says "E pluribus unum." Again, it's Latin. It's a secretive language. No one, no one speaks Latin. In fact, the priest in the Catholic Church up in the fi- up into the fifties, they did the mass in Latin. <laughs> no one understood it. You know, it well, I hate to me. tell you, but I was required in the Harrisburg Public Schools to take two years of Latin when I was in high school. The truth of the matter is, the people who really believe in a new world order are the devout Christians. Devout Christians believe that. Everybody should believe in Jesus Christ, and they believe that when everybody does believe in Jesus Christ, that's when Christ will return to this uh, world. So that's who really believes in a new world order. You believe, well, you not, believe everybody that, should believe the same me, thing. Excuse me. Before that happened, <clears throat> there is another government system going to be a new world order, and it's headed up by what they call the Antichrist. It isn't the true Messiah, it's the false Messiah. But again, look at the top of the pyramid. Okay, but there's you no see, nothing on there about religion. There's nothing in oh the book. Nothing in there. There are no it's crosses on religion. there. It's all about paganism. No, it's not. At the top of the pyramid, you have the all-seeing eye of Ra in Egypt. <laughs> It's, it's, it's satanic. And, and then you have the words Anahuac Coetus. So let me ask, do you, you, do you use now that dollar means, bills? Excuse me. Excuse me. That means he has smiled upon our endeavors. Who? It's the all-seeing eye. No, I think they were referring to the Almighty or the Deity or Providence, whatever you want to call it. But in any no, event, no, I mean, no, no, you no. obviously believe that you obviously believe this stuff, and you're entitled to. But uh, you know, no, no, but, okay. but you want to tell everybody me, else that you're right and we're wrong. Okay, let me give you these facts. At the Tower of Babel, they were of one language, of one speech. They had a unity of religion. Everything was hunky-dory. And the Almighty came down and confounded their language, scattered them all over the world. But in the United States, he pluribus unum, one from many. And it was referring to the 13 states. They were one at the Tower of Babel. Joseph, it was referring to the 13 states coming together as one country. That's what it was referring to. You should know that. You don't understand. It's called Okay, I'm sorry. I don't understand. United States is Mystery Babylon. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, I see you can't do this, but uh, you asked Van a question. What would he do to stop this plague? Right? No, that's not the question Steve asked. Stop this plague? Yeah, you didn't ask him about stopping any plague. Okay. The pandemic. What? Go ahead. What would he do? Okay, ask me what I would do. Well, I won't even have to ask you. If You're I was in me. charge, if I was in charge, what would I do to stop this virus? What would you do? Here's what I would do. I would do the same thing that Abraham Lincoln did. He called this nation to prayer. I would do the same thing that Hezekiah and the king of Nineveh did. They repented and sackcloth and ashes. And that's what this nation needs to do. And you to think get that would end the and you think that would end this, the pandemic. This plague is from Yahweh. Oh, for this plague is sake. from Yahweh. Because of the <laughs> sins of this nation and the world. You know, uh, that's I, what this plague okay. is. Can I can I get a word in it? But, but, I even say, I even uh, went home yesterday and my wife and I discussed this and my wife said don't you think God deserves some credit for giving scientists the ability to come up with vaccines and therapeutics that will help us get through this pandemic? No, it's satanic. Man has always been trying to uh, step in the, the footsteps of the Almighty. 
cure diseases and things like this. But my Bible says by his stripes we were healed. I believe in that. I believe that the Savior took that beating for my healing and yours. Well, uh, that's better than any doctor. That's better than any doctor. So all the and people if, who've if been this nation doesn't repent, it it it's going down the tubes. Okay, and that's, well, I'm sorry, we have another call pending. But all the, all the all the medical progress is just not worth it. Okay, I, all right. Well, we have another call. We have to get to. I'm sorry, we have uh, texts and emails and calls. Al, you're on the mark. <clears throat> Thank you. Hey, I can't believe how. It- worked into what I originally called about before you started talking about all this stuff on the dollar bill, but Thomas Paine says we have in our power to begin a world over again. A situation of a new world is at hand. Right. That was that was written during the time of the the, uh, the revolution, our revolution and our constitution being made. And God can read hearts. Well, what, what do you what new world do you what new world do you think Thomas Paine was writing about? The new world free from tyranny where men can follow the Lord Jesus and and God and live free. You, I, that's okay. Well number one, I mean, okay, I think that's that's fine, that's okay. But I think Thomas Paine might have been writing about the fact that uh, that this new country was taking it upon itself to create a democracy. A I republic, mean, not a democracy. Thank you, a republic, whatever it is. I mean, to me, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of astounding that here you had this, this country where you had some settlers here and there, and out of that, we were able to come up with uh, the United well, States of America. They fled from tyranny. Yeah, sure they did. Well, in some cases... Not every case. Most and religious, for, they That's came here for religious freedom. The pilgrims came here for religious freedom. That's what they exactly. came here for. Exactly. And and um, the, the problem with this country is when we pass Roe versus Wade as a law, it's not a law. We didn't pass one. Roe versus Wade as a law. It is a judicial exactly. opinion. Did you listen? I said they did not pass Roe versus oh, okay. Wade as a law. It was an act of the... Supreme Court. Right. It was okay. never a law. It was never a law, and it wasn't meant for every state. It was meant that every state could do exactly what they wanted on that. But my point is, when we say it's okay to kill one of God's little creations, and we're all God's little creations, when we say it's okay, that's where we started downhill. And we do need a new covenant with the good Lord above to save our country. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Al. Appreciate your call, as always. Take care. Uh, just look, I look up the all-seeing eye is on the dollar bill is the eye of providence, or the all-seeing eye of God is a symbol that depicts an eye often enclosed in a triangle and surrounded by rays of light or glory meant to represent divine providence whereby the eye of God watches over humanity. Not the pretext for a new world order or for some satanic cult. So I'm sorry. You know, you can have what other nasty. We assumed that it went out on the air because he did not tell us during the program that he cut it. So... But somebody must have heard it because we had a writer write about it here today. So not all of them were uh, were apparently bleeped. Well, the only thing I can figure out then over, you know, I know I'm not, I don't have an app 
or an iPhone, but it must have went out over the iPhone system if it went out at all. However, people have an app, you know. You well, the person who heard it, the person who heard it, could have well heard it on the podcast or heard it on the when the broadcast is posted online. But you know, we had every reason to believe it went out on the air, and when we got an email that said it was. Disconcerting to hear that term. Um, you know, we assumed that it made it through. So I don't know. I'd have yeah. to ask our producer yesterday if he actually beeped them, but and he didn't tell us during the show that he did. Plus, whether it went out over the air isn't the point. Uh, the point is that Van uh, did use the term. And Van, uh, this morning when Van called, he, uh, I think he, he, he did not he, use the term again this morning. No, he didn't. But he certainly, but he. He said he had used it, and he said, in his opinion, it wasn't that bad a term. And actually, I kind of agreed with him, but uh, yesterday the producer didn't like it. But that's the the thing is, Dan, the, the term was used. Any, anyhow, I called about the few. The few there, yeah, Steve, you said that we were going to try it. We as Christians were going to try to get all people to believe in Christ and set up a world order. I think that's what you said. Well, we know that we're only going to reach, some people say 10%, I say it's even less than 10% will ever become born again, true believing, blood-washed Christians. We know we're only going to get a few and we do not think that we're going to have a lot. Well, and, that may be. Um, you know, I know we, we try to, we really do try to steer away from uh, religion. And if I could, could, Joe, could I read this email? Because it's kind of pertinent to what Dan is talking about. The email says, uh, I was wondering if Steve is in the hospital should he ask the doctor if he smokes? Did you wash your hands? What religion you are? Well, the point is, if I was in the hospital, I, would, I might want to know if a doctor smokes. I might want to know if he has washed his hands regularly. I would not want to know what religion he is. That would make no difference. Now, as my wife says, what would you think if a doctor was treating you and wasn't wearing a face mask? Because we all have seemed to think that face masks do no good, and yet they make darn sure that in the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, etc., are wearing them if they treat you. Okay, we have a break coming up, and we have another call coming in. So you want to finish up, Dan? Yeah, I, the, yes, definitely. I want my doctor, when he operated on me, to wear a good, the right kind of face mask, not a cotton one. And they do wear the right kind. Other than that, I don't care what they wear. But yes, if he operates, they all wear proper masks. Okay. Thank you, That's Dan. Proper. You guys have a great. You one. too. Okay. Hang on. Somebody will get to you in a second. Here we. Uh, I just put a call on hold. Uh, one of our uh, our Kevin tells me that, um, and Mark says the same thing. I got two texts from them. The word went on the air, uh, and it was and is on the archive. Okay. Uh, But Kevin tells me that it was dropped on the air but was on the podcast. So uh, I don't know whether he missed one 
or uh, but you know the word was libtard, which is offensive to some people, and you know uh, it was used in connection with political opinions. It's not one of the banned words, and as Mark points out, I've heard worse on the air. You know, and you can turn on TV at night and you can hear words that uh, 10 years ago would not be permitted on the radio. We have to take a break. We have a call coming in. Uh, we have uh, two texts and emails to read, not texts, but two emails to read. We'll get to them after we take this break. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743 743- All right, Chad, what have we got? Hey, Drew, what's up? Lisa and I are here recording. Oh, perfect timing. I wanted to update you on my mousetrap collection. Mousetrap collection? Ugh, it was an old ad. Drew, nobody cares, and we're busy. Ow! <laughs> yeah, dude, that had to hurt. <laughs> Guys, we're losing focus. If you'd like to learn more about buying and selling real estate, contact me, Lisa Barrick, at Cobalt Banker, pen1.com. <laughs> Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets on our auto policy at no extra charge, we decided to make a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Can you hear that puppy? If you could see this, you would melt. I mean, just the softest fur. Oh, wait. He's trying to open this box now. And, oh, the box is filled with kittens. If only there was some way you could see this. <laughs> oh, what a glaring oversight. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials. A new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. Uh, another NFL weekend in the books. We'll talk to Neil Kulong today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. Well, Welcome back on board on the mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff, and uh, we're still having a debate about whether or not that word made it on the air. Apparently it did. It might have once at least, but the other times it may have been stopped. Okay, uh, Joe from Sunbury, you're on the mark. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, that was quick. Okay, just called in. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I wanted to talk to Steve before. I know it was his last day for a while, uh, but his comparison... I get the idea that one of the things he didn't like about Trump was that he uh, lied a lot. Is that is that up there on the list of things for Steve yeah, America? I would say lying, perpetually lying, lying all the time. That's not a great quality in a president. 
All right. Uh, so then, when Joe Biden said, uh, as president, I will not make uh, the vaccines or the mask mandatory, that has well, an effect on you? Or what do you think that does to conservatives when the last uh, president you know, was put on the line? Go ahead. Right. Well, number one, uh, for let, we, let me use um, a local hospital as an example. They imposed, the hospital imposed a, uh, they said, you, you, you ha- if you want to work here, you have to be vaccinated. To me, that is not a mandate. That is saying you have a choice. If, if you want to work here, you, <laughs> oh. th- that's your choice. <laughs> Woo! There you go. That's, well, see, see that, and that's the typical. That, I love it. That, I love that's it. fine, Steve. If you're not employed there at the time, but you're seeking a job yeah, there, yeah, you're you're like making a, as a nurse like fifty thousand. You know, you're you're maybe middle class, and uh, yeah, here uh, you've been working there twenty years or so, and you just worked a year and a half or so on the front line, and uh, now now they're saying, uh, yeah, that was all good of you, but. Uh, now that we uh, want to make a different issue out of this, that the left wants to make a different issue, we're going to make it mandatory. And, Steve, I, you say that, the, that uh, the, the hospital did it. I may be wrong, but when, the, when Joe Biden said to big business, uh, I can't make it mandatory for, you know, regular businesses, but I can for, like, uh, government employees. Like when I went on vacation at a, at a par- national park, you had to wear a mask. That was mandatory, right? Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. It was this summer I had to wear a mask in state or federal parks or, you know. Okay, so that's mandatory there. You're saying about a hospital. I'm not sure how that all works, but uh, say it's like uh, a, a big, like the airlines. So Joe Biden says, you know all that money that we push into your treasury every year from the taxpayer? You know, you might not get that unless you do my bidding for me. That's Does that make way, any that's sense That's not to the you? way he put it. What he said was that uh, OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Hazard Administration, that OSHA uh, was, no, was going to... before that. Before that. You before know, that, he, he laid it out to big business that uh, if you don't do my bidding for me, uh, you're not getting uh, all this federal money. No, I And big business do. went oh, along okay. with it. Then he did start with the OSHA thing, uh, and big business went along with it well, because of uh, the tax or however they get, whatever you call the money that they get. And when, when, the, know, federal, federal when the federal government, government you know, you're, you're asking me these questions, but of course you won't let me answer. When the federal well, go government... Ahead. Well, <laughs> if when, I laugh, go ahead. Oh, I, yeah, and that I just love that. You know, once again, once again, when you, when you right-wingers, when you hear something you don't like, that's your reaction. Snap it you up. Either we have, laugh, we have, we have four, three I other calls. <laughs> you either you, laugh or you just deny You guys can it. fight yeah. after the that's program's a choice. over. That's a choice. When you, you can uh, keep yeah. your unemployment or keep your employment or take a vaccine. Uh, that, that's a good choice. That, yeah, that doesn't put any pressure on anybody. You just walk right in there. No, it does I had put no pressure. hard time deciding it on does that. Put pressure. No, the not pressure according is, to Steve. Yeah, the pressure he, is Steve, get vaccinated. He's in, on it. he's in on everybody who's making uh, $50,000 a year. If you're making more, you ought to get vaccinated too. Okay, oh, Joe. We'll give you the last. That. We'll give you the last word. We got three other calls yeah. and a break to take. So go ahead. Last word. Uh, I'll let Steve have it because 
I, I mean, I, his uh, remarks just made me take up too much time. Well, I, I'm sorry you didn't get your full time, but call back again. Uh, we have three other calls pending, a break to take, but we'll take one more call now. Bob, you've been waiting patiently from Danville. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. Yeah, I'd like uh, Mr. Kushilov to perhaps change my opinion of President Biden. I don't like to use the word hate, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. But this, this comes close. This comes very close to really disliking this president. And I'd like him to change my opinion, because when a president does certain things that are so egregious, that it just it negates anything and everything that comes after that, that the fact that you don't even want to, you don't even want to listen to him or look at him on TV. What, fact, what? I'll just mention two things. The first is what he did in Afghanistan. By removing the troops first before he took out had you know had our citizens and the people who helped us removed from there and then our equipment and then the last thing he removed were the troops and then we lost those those marines because of that so that's one thing and that that really that really irks me okay then the next thing just the second thing and there's many is what's going on at the southern border there with allowing all these people to come in unvaccinated, unknown, and then putting them on buses, planes, whatever they, however they move them, and during the night or whenever, the cities in the United States, and yet they're pushing, they want vaccines for everybody, and yet they allow that. Now, how? Now I want you to convince me, Mr. Kuchula, that President Biden is on the ball, doing the right thing for America. He loves America. You convince me. Do you think? Uh, do you think anything good has happened uh, under Biden that he had a hand in? Not that I'm aware of, offhand. Okay, so you don't think that the uh, the well, just, wait a minute before you do that. Address what I'm saying. Address those two issues and how I feel about it. Oh, don't they talk were... about anything else other than that. Right. I said if you were listening about. Uh, 30 or so minutes ago, I said that there were certainly mistakes under Biden. Uh, what's happening at the southern border, that has not gone well. Uh, getting out of Afghanistan didn't go well, the, the exit from Afghanistan. But on the other hand, uh, we needed to get, we did need to get out of Afghanistan. Okay, so I've addressed your concerns. Both of them uh, are strikes against the Biden administration. So let's go they're back. More to, than well, it doesn't, you know, I, hey, so, I answered. So bad, I so answered bad your question. Makes, makes well, hold on a minute. Come on. Can't do anything right. Well, what he, what you asked was to, for him to convince you that uh, you were wrong about President Biden, or to convince you that Biden has done some good things. You spell out two things that are obviously, I think, major errors on Biden's part, and I agree with you. They, they, they are hallmarks of an incompetent administration. Uh, whether or not you buy the good stuff he's done, if you think the infrastructure bill is good, if you think Build Back Better or Build Back Broke, as I like to call it, is good, then then you're on the other side of that issue. But in any event, Bob, the question you ask is far too lengthy for the amount of time we have left on the program today. So if you have one well, more look, comment, go ahead and make yeah. it. We have a break to take and two other calls. Yeah. No president, cause no president can be president and not do some, some things right. But when they do something that is that is like, that is so juvenile, so stupid that, that something like that well then you know i mean they, he has smart people around him he has to do some good things but those those things plus a few others like maybe given 
$450,000 to people who were separated from I mean, just these things are just, in, just in, incomprehensible to me. Fair enough. Thank you, Bob. We appreciate your call. We've got a break to take. Two more calls on the line. 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's Commercial Division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. Now what are you building? It's a stage for our Christmas tree from Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm. Once we bring it in, get everything we need at their Christmas shop, it'll be ready for display. Now grab those nails and make some hooks for hanging some decorations. I stay away from such things, and you should too. Let's just go to Cole's now before you Ow! hit your thumb with the hammer. Visit Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm's Christmas shop open Monday through Saturday 8 till 8 and Sunday 9 till 6. For more info, call Stan at 570-204-2995. Gather your family around that table. It's time for Bacon, Bacon, and more bacon with Papa John's new Bacon Mania lineup. Smoky bacon, Parmesan-crusted papadilla, bacon jalapeno papa rolls, and triple bacon pizza with full-on bacon strips. Oh, yeah, you heard that right. It's the bacony gift that keeps on giving. The season of bacon at Papa John's. Order now. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Did we mention that there's bacon? Call Papa John's in Sealands Grove at 570-743-7474. Join the discussion about news, sports, and more by following News Radio 1070 WKOK on Facebook. You'll get breaking news updates, plus stories where you can weigh in with your opinions. Follow the news and let your voice be heard. Plus, win prizes on our Facebook-only contests. Follow us on Facebook today and join the discussion with News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. Joe McGranham, Steve Kushaloff, our producer's Rob Center. He's done a great job, kept those phone calls coming all morning long. We have two callers who get an extra minute each, and we're going to start the way they came in with Van. Van, you got a minute. Morning. Hey, I'd like to just apologize for using that word libtard yesterday. If it offended anyone, I apologize for that. But I only used it one time. The other time I was cut off, ironically, I had said Marktopia, and I was cut off, which is kind of funny, but that's why I was cut off the second time. 
But well, my Mark, wife Mark cuts me, me none off. of that came across the airwaves. Mark cuts me off when I say Marktopia all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the only thing, only thing uh, less popular than Joe Biden is Kamala Harris. And I'd like to make a little prediction. I think Kamala Harris is going to soon resign her position. And I believe that they will put Hillary Clinton in as vice president. Oh, my. And I think, I think the obvious thing is Joe Biden, is he's so demented and mentally disabled, he can't even speak to the press, doesn't take questions, totally you know, under the control of, of basically his wife pulling him away from the podium a lot of times so he doesn't have to answer questions. I, I just, you and know, I'm not, a big, I, I'm not a big gambler, but uh, I would love to bet you about $500 that uh, Kamala Harris will not resign and Hillary Clinton will not become the vice president. Well, $500! What do you 500 think? Bucks. 500. I think it's, such gambling you, is let, illegal. Let's, just go, let's go 500 with Kamala Harris being being out of there soon. Yeah, and, and if you could get her, if you, you could, could put it in. Okay, I'll, I'll go I'll go 500 dollars on Kamala Harris resigning. There you go. Well, I, wait, wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take that back, Steve, because I'm a Christian. I shouldn't gamble, <laughs> and it's a, it's a sure thing anyhow. So How about we bet a quarter? I won't take you up on that. How about but anyway, we bet 25 finish, cents? Let me finish my thought here. Let me finish my thought. I think Joe Biden's going to be removed from office because everyone knows, to be honest, that he's not able to perform his duties. He is totally you know, loaded up with dementia. So he's going to be removed. Kamala Harris doesn't even want to be vice president, and she, will, she doesn't even want to think about being president. Uh, so, $500, $500. Okay. If, I was, if, I was, if I wasn't a Christian, I'd, I'd gamble. What? You're allowed it's to gamble. gamble. Okay. I, hey, Van, we got finish up because we have another caller. We have to get on. That's, that's, that's it. That's okay. It. Let's get on. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your call as always. And Bob, you got your extra minute. Go ahead. Yeah, under the Trump plan was to get our troops out of Afghanistan. Biden had no choice. He had a time limit to get us out of there. What happened happened, and the left uh, for the health care workers. That's just crazy. It's not a left issue. It's a humanitarian issue. People are dying. Let me ask you one question, Bob, since you said that he had no choice about Afghanistan. He canceled everything else Trump did on day one, but this is the you thing that he absolutely had to do. country that's been fighting. It's an endless wars over in those countries. Why we even went over in the beginning? But Biden had a crazy. choice. I mean, your your argument was that Biden didn't have a choice. Biden did have a he choice. He had no choice but get yes, us out. We had a certain date to get out of there. Uh, and and that date was set by a, an agreement with President Trump that yeah, and he violated. Yeah, happened. Yeah, it was. You're not Trump, even listening. So you're not no listening. To, you're not listening to me. He had he had all these other things of Trump's that he canceled on day one, but this is one he couldn't cancel. Yes, but Joe, as that often, was in another country, Joe. Joe, you're li- and Joe is. Li- leaving out some important information. Under Trump's agreement, the Taliban would basically lay down their arms until that date, which I think was May the 1st. They would lay down their arms and not fight. How'd that work out for him? So Joe Biden could have said, forget it, we're not going to do it, and the Taliban would have been uh, fighting again. Okay, we're out of time. That's it for On the Mark today. Steve Kushloff has been my co-host. Always fun to have you here, Steve. A pleasure. Uh, Thank you to our producer, Rob Center, who kept everything moving along. Uh, Mark Lawrence will be back tomorrow, but good news for you. Steve will be back next Wednesday on On the Mark. Thanks for listening. I'm Joe McGranahan. This is WKOK Radio, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Stay tuned for more.